Hello, everyone. Uh, welcome back to the DMC podcast, your weekly dose of hopefully insightful conversation. This is now episode 25 of the DMC. And today we're talking about the positives of social media and how this has actually been has some benefits around it. But before we get into that, Manny, I was wondering how you think last week's episode went. It was super insightful for me, definitely. Yeah, man. I'm really glad that it was someone a bit different. Now I've been exposed to an individual uh, who I don't actually know too well. It was really touching to hear about what he talked about. He was a tech and professional, but he spoke very well on many different topics. We didn't even get to speak too much about the game itself, which I kind of actually enjoyed a bit more because it felt more personal. That's what I liked about the podcast a lot. It felt a bit personal. It felt like we really connected with the individual, and I think that's the main motive and uh, goal that we're looking for when we do podcast episodes, to be honest. Yeah, definitely. It was, and, you know, myself personally, I'm a big fan of his and I've like been watching his content for years now. But as we were saying to him, probably off uh, off recording, we were saying that, well, you know, you, Adrian, as a person is exactly the same as your online alias, the main man, Zui. Like, you're exactly the same identically. You don't want people to like you for a persona. You want people to like you for you. And it was so nice just to talk to him and be like, this is exactly what I thought it was going to be like. But even more so because he just opened up to us. He's just I'm really happy that we gave him the platform to feel comfortable talking about the things that he did. Because it means, you know, the stuff that he went through. He didn't try to hide any of it. And hopefully it can be helpful for those potentially going through the same thing. Yeah, man, for sure. And it's like consistency, man. I respect that a lot about people. Mm. And it's really nice. Obviously, I haven't been exposed to his content much as you have. But when I've watched his videos to do some research on him before we even started making the script for the podcast... It felt like I was talking to the same guy. I was watching the watching like his content, and For I sure. think that's a. I really like that. I really respect that about a person where like they keep it consistent, whether they're with someone else or whether they're like around different people. They're still the same person, man, and that really resonates with me as a person. Cause I feel like it. It just it just shows a lot of respect for themselves and self worth. So it was really great to have him like seem yeah. the same way that he was in his videos and how he interacts with people. It was really great, and. Talking yeah. about that, it really links quite well to today's episode about um, the benefits of social media and how social media, we, how we can use that for a positive um, force in our lives. And one thing I just wanted to touch on was the fact that we allow ourselves to connect with people around the world, uh, whether it's just being able to just message someone on Instagram, whether it's be able to get people guests as our podcast. And like, I've been following a lot of people on social media, one of which uh, we did a podcast with before as well, Ali Abdal, like a really famous uh, person, especially in the medical um, space on YouTube. And using social media and getting hold of his contact details, we had the pleasure of being able to grab him on the podcast and have a nice conversation with him. And it was one of those things where if we didn't have access to social media, that would not have been possible. And um, something a bit more personal, I, I follow this life coach and it's just someone really different and he's got he's got quite a big following and he said like three people if you message me on instagram i'll get you i'll do a speed life coaching session with you and finally enough i messaged him said yeah i've been into your content for a while i've really enjoyed it i would love to have a call with you sorry and then he was like yeah sure and then hit him up i know because he was in america i called him like three o'clock in the morning I was dedicated to the grind, that's man. That's dedication, just, man. That's yeah, dedication. Man. He said to me, I can only do it these times, and they're all like 3 a.m., uh, 1 a.m., 2 a.m. I said, you know what? I'm staying up, man. I just want to speak to this guy. It was really nice. Talk to him, and even still, I message him sometimes, from time to time, and he gets back to me, and it's really great, but I wouldn't have been able to do that without social media, bro. 
Yeah, definitely. And I feel like, you know, we talked a lot on this podcast about what to be wary of and having so many downsides. And there are a few, and that's why we highlight it, just to be wary of things. But, you know, we use social media ultimately because it's, it's enjoyable, it's beneficial. You just have to find it, find out the benefits of it. And as you were saying, allowing us to connect people we never thought we would, such as the guests on our podcast and people who we find inspirational. You know, before social media, if you were in the 1970s and there was a film star or a singer that you really loved, but you couldn't really ever have a chance of interacting with them ever. Like, that, it just wouldn't happen. Yeah. Nowadays, anyone can contact anyone on social media, which is can be used really for greatness. To be honest, you can have someone, for example, who's really upset about things and really down about things and puts a post out. And then someone who really inspired them, a celebrity, a, a film star, a content creator, can see this and get in contact with them, you know, and give them that message, give them a little bit of a, hey, you know, just because I'm a celebrity and I am somewhat famous doesn't mean you're completely forgotten about, doesn't mean you're insignificant. I'm going to reach out to this person and hopefully give them some words that they might need to hear. And that could completely effectively save someone, really. So that interaction kind of blends the celebrity world in with the real world i feel like they're two different worlds but that social media provides a little bridge for that which can be useful really good sometimes for example i would never be able to have had that podcast with adrian who i really look up to and he's inspired me to pursue a video game that i really enjoy if it was not for social media and we would not have been able to gain his insights and his really unique experience and the benefits that he would bring to talking about the things that he's been through was it not for social media? So I feel like that is a really important point. It's great to see like how people use social media in such a positive way. Like one example I can think of is actually quite young. He's only slightly older than us. Marcus Rashford, uh, tweeting out a lot about uh, his kids not having food during like the winter break, the summer break, and coming up to this hot October half term as well, uh, which has probably just gone by like a month ago, where he's spoken, tried to speak about how it's really important that kids be able to uh, have like the right food to be able to eat in their households because their parents might not be able to sustain like a living where they can actually pay for food for their kids, which is really upsetting. Mm -hmm. But it's great that like a player, a football player who you would have thought is nowhere near that kind of like lifestyle anymore. But it was the fact that he used to be in that position and him being able to use his following on Twitter to tweet out to these people worked together with like um i can't remember if he worked together with a proper uh, like the company wise but he's worked together with different companies he's spoken uh, directly to like mps and and people in those higher positions and he really made a stand for it and uh, like a testament to what he's done he was able to make that transition for summer at this moment recording the podcast in mid-october though they've said that they weren't going to follow through with doing it during the half term if I remember correctly, but we'll mm-hmm. see how it unfolds when this podcast comes out. Hopefully, they overturn that decision and uh, Marcus Rashid yet again makes um, makes another great stand for the thing that he believes in, which is right. I feel like uh, that kind of links into one overarching positivity and one benefit that we've identified is the ability for social justice movements to gain traction on social media. You know, the the Black Lives Matter movement was spread quite rapidly on social media. Videos that were incriminating towards those who it was deservedly incriminating for 
were passed around on social media and there's a lot of outrage which was gathered on things like Twitter and Instagram and people kind of got up in arms and said hey this isn't right you know I've seen this video that's been made viral and unfortunately it's a video for all the wrong reasons but there's justice has now somewhat been served it's not fully been served yet and you know there hopefully will be more things in the future but I remember during lockdown there's a period of time when people were all posting about the Black Lives Matter movement and there was um, links about charities being posted and donation links and petitions to be signed and all of these things were able to gain traction and gain recognition purely down to social media purely down to the 18 to 25 year olds who are up and coming and who are believing in these things and researching in these things a lot more because of the social media that they just use as they grow up and you know there's now been justice has been not served fully but it's starting to get there there's the Breonna Taylor law which has now been implemented because yep. of the petitions that have been signed by so many people you know I only hear about petitions on social media right I don't hear about them anywhere else I don't see them in my Google news feed I don't see them on any news that I watch because I don't really watch much but things like change.org things that go to parliament about the universities being refunded some money to students who aren't getting the tuition they need or um, supporting charities or supporting the Black Lives Matter movement, all of these things gain traction on social media. And I think that's one thing that really needs to be recognized as being really something super positive. Yeah, and especially for our demographic, like, I'm not saying we don't watch the news. And I don't want to like coin that on everyone as a general term, but many of us get our news from, I was actually talking to some people yesterday, hanging out with some like uh, old friends and stuff, and they were talking about how they actually use Twitter as a news outlet really for their information and that doesn't necessarily mean you should use social media to get your news because sometimes it can be um, a bit fake news uh, yeah yeah it can be a bit unusual to find news that's legitimate but for the most part many people word of mouth and finding it out on social media is a way to for like you said find out where these forms of these petitions how to donate to these charities and things of that nature and that's why i think it's super important that it gives people a platform to be heard. And I think that's the most important thing. And it sheds some light on scenarios which might not gain as much traction if they were in the traditional uh, outlets of media. Obviously, um, like I said, many people, they nowadays, you're probably mostly on like watching stuff online rather than on your TV. I don't know about mm -hmm. you, Joseph, but for me personally, I'm always online and barely watch my TV anymore. And um, I would never consume old traditional media i'm never on bbc news i'm never really checking that i might check it on google if i search it but most uh, on the most part mostly social media twitter and other platforms such as those are the reason why i get involved in many of these movements and many uh, get to know what's actually going on in all really to an extent yeah and uh, that's just is is to be able to make things better for those less fortunate than yourself and it's just if you're able to see sorts of these things happening, like the currently going on ending police brutality with SARS in Nigeria, I know that that's a really important thing right now to recognize. And I'm only recognizing that and seeing it because of uh, an MMA star that I follow on Instagram, who's making it very publicized. And he's pushing for that to be shown more in gen generic media to get people who can actually make a tangible change to try and make that change. And I think that's super positive that a way to use it that someone's got such a big following you know we as civilians of normal normal people inverted commas can only do so much and it may take someone with a larger following or someone with more influence 
to make that change too. But if a lot of people band together and try and make a little bit of a change by themselves, that can gain traction to something really great. And I think that needs to be recognized. But one thing I want to post to you, Manny, is just, you know, a bit of advice for this. How would you say the best way to support these social justice movements within the online space could be? Personally, Joseph, I believe that it's probably best if people sign the petitions on change.org because once you get 100,000 signees, it then needs to be brought to the attention of people in parliament and hopefully with the people in power and those who have that authority uh, to make those differences can use the voices of what we've said um, and the people, general public, to make those differences um, occur. I also agree with doing uh, donations. I've donated and I've signed petitions, but for those of you who do have some uh, money, definitely donate because that can make a massive difference also. Sharing on social media is also another way people tend to make these things a bit more, um, to spread more awareness. And I think this is really positive, though the ones that I um went about doing um i did all three but for the ones i feel like that can make the most impact is definitely donating and signing petitions signing petitions is basically um a massive one i would say and also if you don't have the money or funds then definitely sign petitions because that's the way forward how about you what would you say yeah i 100% agree you know when all of these things were at the height of the social media presence i was doing the exact same thing you know signing petitions, um, making it publicized, donating as well each week. Um, but also, you know, once these movements on social media have ended, you know, you still got to bear in mind that these things, these horrific things that are happening in the world also haven't ended. So you need to try and continue to be active once it leaves your social media feed. You know, like I've been signing petitions these past couple of weeks about SARS and about the university refunding to students. So I feel like it's once it leaves your feed it doesn't leave the real world it just leaves the virtual world so that's one thing that you should try and focus on be like okay just because i don't see it anymore on instagram on twitter whatever doesn't mean that it doesn't exist so again even that just saying that to someone spreading that word of mouth to someone saying oh, it's fantastic what you've done but you can sign another position it's free takes up a minute of your time and you can just keep going and doing that a little bit more and it's not too difficult either so i feel like Again, word of mouth is important, but 100% agree with you. Petitions and donations are the most optimum way of using it, I guess. Yeah, and to talk about something on the complete opposite scale, um, in terms of, I know social media sometimes can be used for negativity, and how, how would you go about finding more positive things to be seen on social media? Because I know there's times where people, their feeds are like, the algorithm sometimes might give you things which doesn't seem like you want to see or makes you feel a bit low. But how have you been able to use social media for a more positive outlook on things as well? I feel like you kind of have to seek out positivity on the internet, which is kind of bad to say, but I feel like you have to look for it. And then once you've found it, then you can use that and get that as a part of your timeline. For example, I'm in a bunch of Facebook groups and they're really wholesome and supportive ones well, I see lots of uplifting stories of people and like the people posting are talking about their own experiences and their own lives and beautiful things that have happened to them. But that's only because I actively sought it out. I actively went on Facebook, 
and I looked for a Facebook group that got recommended to me and I thought I'm going to follow this and I'm in one called like the wholesome group and I'm also in, called, in one called a group where everyone is super nice to each other for no reason and so seeing that and the positivity that strangers bring to one another is amazing for example there's a post I read this morning for example is a before and after picture of a girl who had body dysmorphia and she showed a photo of her currently and she's like I feel absolutely amazing today it's the first time I've looked in the mirror and I felt fantastic to all of you though who are suffering like I did it's it's hard and you can get through it I have and these are the things that I did to get through it and the comments are just so amazing of saying like you completely inspired me and I'm gonna try and stick with it I'm gonna do all these things that you may have mentioned and people in the comments are like you look amazing to the person who's posting like you look fantastic you know you're you're you out of healthy weight now you look amazing and hopefully you feel amazing and it's just a whole hub of wholesomeness if you know what i mean yeah for sure man and i, I just want to make this apparent as well in terms of like you being in these groups and looking for positivity you're still well aware of things that are going around in the world like yeah I think it's important because I feel like with some people they're like, oh, if you're only looking at positive things, you don't actually know what's going on. But I just wanted to confirm with that as well because it's like sometimes like the stuff that was going on in all these movements, they don't get overshadowed by the positivity on social media either. Like I know lots of people like to be blind to the fact that these things are going on, but despite the fact that you were looking for positivity, you still had access and still had enough um, exposure to the things that were just were important during those time periods as well like the black lives matter movement and what's going on with universities what's going on in the with the SARS as well yeah and it's definitely definitely you need to make sure you've got a varied and even uh, news feed you know one thing actually that i really want to mention that i thought was super wholesome and super sweet in the space group i saw was about uh, a young kid about nine or ten or something like that and he was with his mum at the nail salon and the kid also wanted to get his nails done you know to look after his hands and his nails and stuff like that but he was a bit nervous because it wasn't a typically masculine thing to do and so the mum went to this facebook group and told this and put a picture of the son like you're really nervous about it can any macho men or super typically masculine guys tell me of any times you've had your nails done or had some beauty stuff and in the comments are like really big buff burly guys like bikers ex-army people saying oh yeah i got a pedicure the other day i got a mani-pedi like two weeks ago and they're saying it's it's amazing and it feels great to look after your nails it's absolutely a super manly thing to do and it's just so nice to see and this kid was like then ended up getting his nails like looked after because of this positivity that he saw from people who wouldn't have even had contact with at all so i feel like that's a really nice thing but unfortunately you do have to actively seek that out. You have to try and go and find it, which is hard because it gets buried under the bragging and the negativity and stuff like that. But if you find it, there are gems in the rough. Yeah, I'll be completely honest. I don't, I don't actually follow any of these social media groups, but um, mm. but it just sounds, it sounds like it's just like lots of positivity there, and it sounds like it must be really supportive for you as well to uphold like a level of positivity where it's like you see something, you wake up in the morning, the first thing you're seeing isn't just like something like you probably wouldn't want to see as the first thing you saw in the morning if you know what i'm trying to say yeah yeah yeah, yeah and it's like um yeah it that's something that so, it sounds really cool it's i'll be honest yeah. it sounds really really interesting but 
Um, I, I don't necessarily think, in my opinion, because I'm a bit different, I don't think you need to necessarily join these groups to find positive okay. either. Yeah, well, what do you think about it, actually? Like, for me, it's... The thing is, for me, it's weird. I've used my social media now, literally, for, like... Like, it's not even positivity, necessarily. I've got, like, some motivational pages I follow. Uh, I follow, like, people I know. And there's one section of it, and some of my mates I know it, obviously, you as well included... I'll just send people random stuff about like computer science related stuff, which I think is important. And it's not me necessarily trying to share positivity, but it's trying to share, like, I feel like something that's important for the growth of ourselves as individuals. Like that information that I've got access to. Yeah. If someone else used it, that I've sent it to, they might find a benefit from it. So it doesn't necessarily mean that like, I'm not saying that, that these posts aren't positive. It's just that they're kind of neutral. Like they don't, have any emotion attached to it it's just more like informational information based but it's in a way where i understand the information i'm providing to the people i've sent it to is going to be of benefit to those individuals if you know where i'm coming from so it's like there is positivity reinforced but it's not like the main message is positive if you know what i'm trying to say yeah i feel like what's nice about that is that it lets someone know that you've been thinking about them you know it always feels nice to to think that, to be like, oh, man, he's sending that to me. Oh, how nice of him. And it's as well as it's, you're not just sending that to value signal. You're sending it because you genuinely think it'll be helpful information. Like, I know you sent me a bunch of stuff about optimizing Instagram hashtags and uh, about code and stuff like that. And it was really helpful stuff that I've been actually employing. But at the same time, it was nice to just be like, oh, shit, thanks, man. He's been thinking about me just out of nowhere. So that's always nice, too. Yeah, no, for sure. And like, it's not like I don't send positivity. Like there was this thing that was going around uh, a while back where someone did like a video um, and they were like, oh, share this with the people you care about. And then I listened to the whole message and then I sent it to a lot of people back then. And it's like, I, some, yes, you can use social media like that and do that kind of thing. I don't think I do that often, but sometimes I prefer it for me to be the person sending it rather than me sending it, sending a post that is made by someone someone else if you know what i'm trying to say and like, i'd rather yeah. send i'd rather send a snapchat saying yo joseph how you been how's your family been everything good just want to say i was thinking about you recently i hope everything's well if you need if there's anything urgent or any updates you need me to let me know about let me know if you need any help i'm always here just remember that peace out or safe something like that but there's some people who kind of do that on instagram and then they say send it to your mates so sometimes i use those ones but um sometimes i just do my own messages really yeah. Um, and that doesn't mean like also positivity on the internet you can be the person doing it you could be the person distributing it like you positivity on the internet doesn't mean that you have to uh, have to have like everyone in the world seeing what you're doing but I tweet out about stuff like I think I tweeted out recently saying like it's such an honour to see my mates doing super well and it was just me thinking about something because one of my mates told me something which is going well for them and I was like, you know what, that really, that really makes me feel good about myself. And then also, I know lots of other friends who are doing really well as well. I might not talk to them all the time, but that kind of like tweet or something is me just sharing something that I know is a positive and hopefully the people that I care about or the people following me will be able to see that message and think about the good things happening to them as well, their mates, if you know what I'm trying to say. Yeah, definitely. It's just you're able to see good things that are happening in each other's lives you can genuinely celebrate their successes and their happiness and excitements and that can kind of spread to others as well like if you see your mate doing well you haven't seen him in ages for example i've got a friend who's living in spain haven't seen for three years 
But I see him posting something like his DJ set went really, really well last night. And I message him like, yo, congrats, man. I'm really happy for you. And that kind of boosts my day up as well. So that's just like really nice to see. And I, I, I agree 100% that you can just be in the background and be like to your mates, this is going to really like, congratulations. I'm super happy for you. Um, also, another thing that I would like to mention as well is uh, on WhatsApp, when I find a song and I'm listening to some music on Spotify and I'm like, oh, my friend would really like this. And I just send them a link to Spotify to have a listen to the track. You know, and they're really grateful when I do that, partially because they like the song that I sent them, but also partially because I've thought about them in that space and I've let them know that, like, I'm thinking about you, like, you're a good friend of mine. Yeah, I haven't seen you in a while, but you're still in my mind. You should definitely meet up. And that kind of initiates a conversation for then us to come off the internet and go see each other in real life. Like, I'm going to go meet my mate later today who I sent this song to because we started chatting and saying, oh, we should meet up. And that literally started because again of social media and just being able to put that little bit of glimmer of happiness into someone's life that could make their whole day better yeah and like we've obviously spoken about a lot of things about you sending a message over to other people and like how you can use your social media to be a bit more positive but then there's also something that's slightly a bit different that you've been able to do with social media a bit of a story that you got for us today (laughs) about keeping in touch with distant relatives and like I know lots of people, especially during these times, during COVID, where video calling family members and things of that nature. But yours is quite a different story to just only trying to contact someone you knew. And I just wanted you to talk about that. Yeah, so what this story is, actually, is about the Polish side of my family. And we didn't really have any contact. Like I said, really, we didn't at all have any contact with the Polish side. You know, my granddad, when he came to England, he changed his name from Spishuk Latashevsky to John Cutler. You know, he's changed it completely so that he'd be able to be more employable rather than having a typically immigrant name. And so we didn't know this until very late on in my grandfather's life and he changed his and said, this is my real name and stuff like that. And so about eight years ago, my auntie put a message out on a social media forum asking for anyone related to John Cutler, also known as Spishuk Latashevsky. At that same time, my great aunt was searching for her father's relatives and had no success. You know, she was reading in libraries, she was on the internet, but she wasn't, because she's a little bit older, she wasn't really on any forums or any social media sites. And so she talked to her cousin one time and asked, look, do you know any other names? And the cousin said, look for the name Latashevsky because your father was adopted by this family. That's not his actual, like, the name that you have of him isn't the actual surname that he might go underneath. Yeah. Within minutes of looking for that surname, literal minutes, she saw that she saw the message my auntie put up on that forum saying, if, if you know this person, please get in contact with me. And they got in contact with each other and started emailing things and said, and they found out that they were actually related. And out of nowhere, out of literally nothing, were able to meet 10 15 20 people who we're all related to who we would not have had a chance of knowing about if it wasn't for this if that's crazy literally and my auntie and my great aunt they talk on they've been talking on skype every month for eight years now they now have moved to whatsapp to talk on video chats but they're in contact with each other a lot and we've even been over to poland to go and visit them multiple times they've come to london to stay and they say to each other it's an absolute miracle that they've, they've these two sides of the family found another 
and to be honest, it is. It's like a needle in a haystack. But that was all was able to come into fruition because of social media and because of the positivity that it brings, being able to discover relatives. It's absolutely crazy. Like, I was 12 at the time this was happening. I had yeah. no idea what was going on. I was playing Pokemon, hiding my DS under my pillow. Like, I had no idea. <laughs> but all the while, my auntie was discovering new family members. And that was really cool. And it's been really insightful to talk to my gran- to my great auntie now and just learn about her life experience and to learn about what she's been through and what parts of my grandfather she knew about and things that she didn't and exchanging stories. And that's just such a beautiful thing, I think. And, you know, they're hopefully going to be able to listen to this podcast. And even right now, me putting this podcast out on social media, I hope that they listen to this and they smile a bit, you know, and spread a bit of positivity. Yeah, and it's it's such a beautiful story because I was re- I read it I read it on the script and I was like, this is really great. Like it's it's insane to me that like, I don't know it's happened to my family to be honest. Like I'm not aware of it, something like this. But for you, it's like when I read it, I was like, it, they they didn't know each other. Now they talk to each other like literally every month, and it's like that relationship came into fruition because of the fact that they were both seeking for. And I think that's important as well. They were both seeking for something, and then. It, they kind of came together because they're both looking for it as well. Which yeah. is kind of interlinked how we were talking about earlier, but you need to look for positivity. You need to find, you need to search. That's what they were doing. They're on that pursuit to try and find uh, any other relatives related to um, your grandfather. Was it? Do you wanna, are you going to try and give the, the pronunciation a go? Uh, wait, uh, the John Cutler, a.k.a. Spishuk Latisevsky. Oh, uh, there we go. You know what? That's close enough. I'll take it. I'll see you. Look at that. Okay. Boom. Okay. Uh, right. no, yeah. He nailed it. He nailed it. No, he nailed <laughs> it. <laughs> yeah. It's just, yeah, it's just, it's really, um, yeah, just reading it. I had so many questions and you kind of answered the questions by talking about it. But yeah. I was going to say, in terms of like, so when you were 12, you weren't aware of these people whatsoever. Like, you didn't even know, like, did you, did he talk about them when you were in your house at all? Did he mention that well, side of the family or did he just decide to just change your name and then he never really mentioned the stories as much? I don't think he really mentioned it because, you know, he was coming from basically war-torn Poland, I think. He, my granddad's dad lived in a well, like an actual well for a period of time to hide yeah. from the Germans. And they uh, basically were taken to Russian gulags and they escaped the gulags. Like, literally, they escaped it, which was amazing. So it was... Then after that, in order to just keep a low profile, they changed. You changed his name completely, and my dad, my granddad, John Cutler, changed his name completely and didn't really have any contact. I actually never met my granddad ever. Uh, I met him on my mum's side when I was very young. Met my mum's grand, my mum's yeah. dad, but I never met my dad's dad. And so there was no really any contact at all. There was no way, if social media didn't exist, if these forums weren't around, if these messages weren't able to be sent across. There was absolutely no way in hell that that would have been able to happen. Good question. So this, I is think from, it's, this is your dad's different. side, is it not? Yeah, it's my dad's side. My dad's yeah, so side. Did, did your dad not ask? Was did your dad not ask any questions about to his dad about these kind of things? I don't know. Actually, I should. I might. Because then, because then, then obviously you're, you're not going to know as much if you never got to see him, unfortunately. But yeah, yeah, if your dad, your dad could have asked him a few questions because I know, like, being talking to like my granddad when he was here before. Uh, I used to ask him a few questions and stuff, and he told us a few stories. You ever talk to my dad? No, my uncles, they tell us a few stories. So maybe that's the case where, like, 
Your dad might have knew about the stories, but he he was like, he, your granddad didn't want to talk about um, that side of the family and how it went, because obviously it must have been a very, very difficult period in his life as well. Yeah, definitely. And it, it definitely was. I, I think it's no coincidence that around the time of this searching was done, around 12 years old, we were invited to the Polish embassy to collect a Medal of Honor in his name because of the wartime efforts and escaping gulags and helping prisoners to escape and stuff like that. That was no coincidence that those two things happened. So even yeah. then, because of social media and because of able to contact one another, my family got the recognition that it perhaps deserved after the things they went through. And it's just so nice. Like right now, today, I'm organizing to have a chat my great aunt Maria from Poland. In hopefully a couple of days' time, I'll be talking to her and stuff like that. So it's just super nice to think. And I, uh, that's a massive benefit that it can bring. Like I know you quickly touched on keeping in contact with family members and friends over lockdown when you're literally shut inside and being able to do, use social media to just try and stay sane while we're all locked away in our houses. Can you speak about some stuff that you may have done involving family when it comes to these sorts of times, like during the pandemic? Literally, man, video calling is the way to go. Like, even not only family, but with friends. Like, I, I plan video calls with my mates. And literally, um, there was a point where I had, like, a video call every day for like two times a day so one in the afternoonish with someone and then one in the evening so I'd get my work done when this is when uni was still happening so i'd get my work done video call someone uh a chat for them for like half an hour to an hour have a break then video uh, do some work during that break ha, and then video call someone afterwards and then there's actually something i've tried to do recently which i haven't done quite a lot because i need to go walking a bit more but it's i do like the five minute catch up where in those five minutes I'll, I'll speak to someone, ask them how they are. And then from that call, I try and arrange to either meet them in real life or schedule a video call with them. And mm. that's what I started doing. Cause it's like, <laughs> I don't want to say this out loud cause I'm super weird, but I know a lot of people. So, so it gets really difficult. <laughs> you do to be fair. I can't even laugh at you and bash that because you yeah. actually do. It's, it's very difficult to try and uphold like all of these relationships. And it's like, and I don't also want it to be so like, I don't want to treat it like a business where it's like, yo, yeah, two o'clock, meet me here Tuesday. Sometimes yeah, I might yeah, do that. Yeah. But like, <laughs> sometimes I might say, yo, two o'clock Tuesday, I'm free, call me. But most, most on the most part, I want it to be a bit more natural than that. So um, I just try my best to try to like carve out at least, uh, if I can carve out at least five minutes and then be able to be like, yes, we should have a call. Like, there's so many people that I've said that to and thinking right now in my head, I've got a lot of people that I probably still need to call. Uh, or meet um, but it's just it it's, it's just unusual times so it's very difficult to try and sort that out and it's just yeah I, it's just really it is difficult I'm not gonna lie I, I've already thought like this week I've kind of not really called too many people I just told you earlier I called one of my mates but other than that I haven't really I've seen like probably like either face-to-face -face or on video I've seen like four people this week but it doesn't seem like a lot but the truth is sometimes I just feel like I want to unwind and do my own thing as well it's just trying to uphold that balance and yeah so that that's pretty much it for me when it comes to that in terms of it's just video calling people zoom's been a, a joy to use to be honest mm -hmm. as well as um, everything else like skype whatsapp etc but yeah that's pretty much it really from my side yeah well it's it's allowed me and you to record these podcasts beforehand we were doing it in person in a studio with mics and decks that I did not know how to use and really cool high budget setups that you know they were really useful for us 
but then of course the pandemic hit and we took a big hiatus from recording and stuff but it was because of the emergence of zoom that we're able to continue doing these recordings even though now you're based in london and i'm based in guildford we're still both able to come together for a couple hours on a saturday or a sunday or a wednesday and just have a talk about things that we think are important and we think that people should hear about so without this social media stuff me and you wouldn't be able to do something that we're quite passionate about now like, i'll definitely say this is a passion I, I, when people ask me oh, what are you up to today or what have you been up to over lockdown i, I always mention the podcast not because it's something that i want to brag about but it's something that i think is super interesting and i really enjoy doing it and it's just become a big part of what i do really it's your identity man yeah, yeah exactly, exactly. dmc podcast has become part of it like yesterday yeah. i was in the library with my girlfriend and she was studying and i was taking notes on the podcast and i was like enjoying it because i was thinking oh yeah that'd be really cool to talk about oh yeah and i called my auntie yesterday to get some confirmation about my family story if it wasn't for this podcast i wouldn't have given her a ring yesterday and she was so happy to hear from me after we talked about it we had a little chat and just had a catch up so it's just yeah. so nice i feel like if there was one piece of advice to take from this podcast i know this is more of a speculative one and just chatting and trying to raise the spirits a bit but if there's some advice to take from it i i would advise that it takes about 30 seconds to message someone how you doing how you've been it'd be really great to hear from you or not even if you want to start a conversation if you're a busy person you're like hey i've been thinking about you recently uh congratulations on this or this or i've really enjoyed the time you spent here and here you know it takes 30 seconds to do that and that can change someone's whole mood someone's whole day even and it's just really easy to do so i'd really highly recommend that like give your mom and dad a ring if you're away at uni or you're working from home and you're not able to see them because trust me they'll appreciate it yeah man most definitely and it's like it's it's having that it's that short message even though it doesn't seem like it's a lot goes a long way for a lot of people and something that you mentioned about your family is kind of similar to how people use social media as well nowadays to make friends and it can really help with like loneliness as well and like depression i think that's something that's super important as well because especially during these times it's, it seems like you can be very lonely and not have a lot going on or you don't have a lot of people to see but on having an online platform whether it's like making friends over like instagram and then being able to schedule calls with people like that or even like it's not really social media related necessarily but people play video games online and joining communities in that kind of aspect mm-hmm. we have online is going to be more prevalent than ever nowadays because of the fact that with everything going on so i think it's that's one way where social media has been super positive because things transitioning over to this kind of dynamic you're probably gonna end up you're probably more likely to meet more people from different kind of areas or you're probably connecting with people that you might not even know from like a different part of the country or um, friend or a friend etc just based on social media but yeah like how, what do you think about that in terms of obviously your your family were able to to reconcile with or even find out and discover their side of the family what do you think about how it can be used to find friends well i know that there's a lot of facebook messenger games have got really big communities and i remember really seeing an article which is really sweet and you know really wholesome of two usernames like just random you know usernames just playing words with friends basically online scrabble for two or three years and they ended up like having a little chat 
and they ended up actually meeting in person. And when they met, they just saw each other and there were such contrasting figures. One was like a, a young black guy at university and the other was like an old white lady living in the suburbs. And it was just like, they, they became really good friends and they would have never even, I don't be presumptuous, and they probably wouldn't have interacted beforehand. And it was just so nice to see that these two people who are from different walks of life, completely different walks of life, were able to go and hang out because of their shared passion for online Scrabble. You know, it sounds so weird, but it's just true. I, I saw another story about Call of Duty, these two people who both live in Peru, and they, you know, had no, each other, no idea who each other were and stuff like that. And they were just playing Call of Duty together. They friended each other. They played together for a couple of years. And they eventually organized to meet up. And now they've been like best mates for ages now after just hanging out on Call of Duty and playing some video games with a random stranger that it was going to be a random stranger. However, they just really enjoyed playing with one another. And then they met up and they really hit it off. And now they're really close mates. So it, it can happen pretty often. You know, I think that's super important to realize that not all of these gaming communities are toxic and not all of these gaming communities are negative same with social media if you're just looking to spread positivity and be a generally positive polite happy person that will be infectious in the best possible way i think yeah and just to wrap things up i wanted to talk about how amidst trying to find all this positivity i think it's also very important to be aware of what's going on and your surroundings and being able to contribute to things that we said earlier where social media is giving people a platform to talk about things which are super important like the black lives matter movement just top of my head if you can chime in with any of joseph if just ch- feel free to chime in but like uh, well, the, the sars the sars mo- uh, justice for police brutality movement with sars yeah. the Oh, there's so many, man. The Taylor law being passed and just all the things like that. Um, The suicide prevention, things like that. Mental health awareness is very, very popular on social media. People talk about that a lot. Um, I feel like there's there's an abundance of things to like. Yeah, we just had a bit of a brain, a brain malfunction. Mention a couple of them, a couple of important ones. So, yeah, for sure. Shouldn't be just because, you know, we're looking for positivity on social media and thankfully, hopefully the things we've said today can allow you to use it in a more positive way doesn't mean that you should be completely blind or oblivious to real things that are happening in the real world then you can use social media in a positive way to make a positive impact on the real world i think that's something a super important message that we should leave today's episode with so if you guys enjoyed feel free to follow us on spotify um the dmc podcast feel free to also follow us on instagram if you guys have any ideas or any guests that you want on the podcast feel free to dm us on instagram that'll be in the spotify description below and if you haven't yet share the podcast with one friend it really does a lot for us thank you for listening and that's the dmc signing off